Hey there all you Hepcats, cool kittens, you guys and dolls, you diesel-powered disciples of cool. This is the Diesel Powered Podcast, the voice of Diesel Punk on iTunes and Stitcher and around the world. I am your host, the comic book loving, time traveling, diesel punk, prophet of pop culture, the artist also known as Big Daddy Cool, John Pika, you can call me Johnny, and I am swinging solid with you live here from the Houdini Room at the Casa de Cool in fabulous Viva Nash Vegas, and coming to you live tonight solo. I uh, I am without Boss Larry and without Daisy O'Dare, and there's actually a good reason for it. We have run into a major technological problem. <laughs> the program on uh, the well, the laptop that houses the program. Uh, that allows us to record together via Skype, crashed. And the operating system had to be reinstalled, and the new operating system, Windows 10, does not support and will not allow any any audio programs to be downloaded. We're trying to fix this. We're trying to solve for this. And the problem really is that um, I'm using a borrowed laptop and what I'm recording on tonight is my old Mac and it does fine for a single track like like I'm doing now, just me. But if we want to bring in people together, we have to use my work laptop and with the reboot and the restart, we can't record with that laptop anymore. So we're looking for some solutions and I'm, I'm calling on you, our listeners. If you love this show, I would love for you to go to dieselpoweredpodcast.com and consider making a donation. We would like to raise between five and $800 to upgrade our equipment so that we're not dealing with older Soviet surplus or borrowed equipment. We can have our own upgraded studio. You've heard us talking about this for years and really we're at the point where we can't move forward without that. So for the time being, it's just going to be me until we're at a place where we can uh, have that equipment upgrade. So you're stuck with me. Anyway, a lot of cool stuff happening in the world of diesel punk. Um, we're going to just, I'm just going to highlight a couple of the things and, uh, this should be a pretty short episode, but, uh, if you haven't seen sci-fi's original series, 12 monkeys, the season two premiere, uh, just hit and in season two, the characters travel back to 1944. Now I've only seen a couple of episodes of the first season. It is phenomenal. As a time travel adventure, it's great. And season two, total diesel punk going back to the actual diesel era in 1944. I've not seen the episodes yet uh, because they've not uh, hit the streaming services that I use. But uh, as soon as uh, they do, I'll give my review. But season one was fantastic. And as a time traveler myself, you know, uh, I was into it big time. 
So March 3rd of this year, we're late on this news. Cherry Pop and Daddies released their new music video, uh, That Lindy Hop. It's from their new album that just dropped. So uh, if you haven't picked that up, go pick that up. It's uh, really pretty good. Cherry Pop and Daddies has returned to the neo-swing genre that they became famous for. You know, for a while they tried to separate themselves and go back to ska and punk rock. But, you know, at the end of the day, they um, they are back to doing swing music. And that Lindy Hop uh, is the uh, current video that's out from their new record. Go check it out. It's available on iTunes and anywhere else that you buy music. Speaking of music, Caravan Palace is uh, touring the U.S. this year. Uh, the calendar is on our Facebook page. So if you go to facebook.com slash dieselpoweredpodcast, you can find the calendar posted. And if they're coming near you, we want to encourage you to go and check out Caravan Palace. They are right now the premier electro swing band. If you don't know electro swing, it is basically uh, classic jazz and swing overlaid with uh, electronic music, electronica, club beats, whatnot. It's a very different thing, and uh, you've heard it on the soundtrack of Agent Carter or in The Great Gatsby. Uh, a lot of commercials are using electric swing now. But uh, Caravan Palace is kind of the uh, leader in that genre right now. And um, they're on tour in the U.S. So go to our Facebook page, check out the uh, calendar, see where they're going to be close to you. Oh, let's see. What else other news came out since our last episode together? Of course, a couple of things have dropped. Um, The Force Awakens on Blu-ray and DVD course you guys know that i'm a huge star wars fan and you know george lucas has shared time and time again that star wars was inspired by the classic serials of the diesel era flash gordon buck rogers the rocket men sky captain all of those really fed into what we know as star wars and uh force awakens has a lot of the diesel aesthetic on the planet of Jakku and um, at uh, Maz Katana's refuge you see just a lot of that used universe that I see very clearly the the influence of the diesel era and those classic serials and um, so I consider Star Wars to be pretty decent diesel punk Um, not everyone agrees with me on that but um, I have my reasons and we're gonna do a show here soon when we get technology working for us uh, with another roundtable with Ken Sharkey Braden and some folks from the uh, Diesel Punk HQ talking about Star Wars as Diesel Punk. Now, along those lines, the trailer for Rogue One, Star Wars Rogue One, dropped two weeks ago. And when I watched it, my mouth just dropped. It's set, it's a prequel, but it's set right before A New Hope, right before we meet Han, Leia, and Luke for the first time. And it's all about how the rebel spies stole the plans for the original Death Star, the plans that revealed the exhaust port that allowed Luke Skywalker to destroy it. Um, 
So it's set in that time period, my favorite time period of Star Wars. Even though I love the prequels and I love Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones and, and Revenge of the Sith for the visual diesel punk and deco aesthetics, I love the Clone Wars uh, animated series for the art deco aesthetics, and I love Rebels, Star Wars Rebels, because it combines the best of the that art deco style with the used universe that... Ralph McQuarrie and George Lucas created for the original Star Wars. So Rogue One has all of that aesthetic, has that very um, A New Hope feeling to it. And um, that's where I think you really see that, that pulp adventure influence and those roots in the serials the most is in that era. So um, I'm excited about Rogue One. And uh, it's going to be fantastic. So, um, so not diesel punk, but there is a very diesel punk scene in Batman versus Superman. And if you've seen it, then you already know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen it, then this is a reason to see it. Now, and f- as far as I'm concerned, this is the only reason to see this movie. I thought it was horrible, and. Um, the more I think about it, the angrier I get that I spent the money to spend two and a half hours really confused and frustrated. But there is one scene where Batman is having a dream sequence and he's in the desert in this dream sequence um, wearing this this duster, these diesel era goggles, very almost post-apocalyptic diesel punk. Um, and... Superman has an entire army of servants that have a very German Nazi diesel punk look to them. The helmets, the masks, the armbands, the uniforms look like they were designed by Hugo Boss. The whole scene is very diesel punk in aesthetic. And, you know, for those of you who are listening and, and maybe you're tuning in for the first time, you might be wondering, well, what is this thing called diesel punk? Well, diesel punk is a celebration of the retrofuturism of the 20s, 30s, 40s, and even into the 50s. It asks, what if? And it sees the future of tomorrow through yesterday's eyes. It has... It has... Um, sci-fi and fantasy it has the visual aesthetics from the era the 20s 30s 40s and a little bit into the 50s or it has the audio aesthetics if it's music or the visual aesthetics if it's art Um, but it has those aesthetics Um, and it's contemporary in origin which means that it was created since the end of since the end of 1945, which I maintain that the diesel era goes up to 1957, and I have a lot of reasons to hold that opinion, but the community at large looks at 1945, the dropping of the atomic bomb on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, as the end of the diesel era. So anything from 1945 on is considered contemporary in origin. So the, the scenes in the contemporary movie, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, fit that criteria. Now, the whole movie is not diesel punk. 
It doesn't fit in the diesel punk genre. If you're looking for good diesel punk movies, The Rocketeer, Indiana Jones, Captain America, First Avenger, Sky Captain, World of Tomorrow, Iron Sky, those are your starting points. But um, this one scene in Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, Dawn of... First day with my new tongue, folks. Dawn of Justice makes this movie worth seeing. Go check it out. And if you agree or disagree, let us know in the comments. Uh, shoot us an email at feedback at dieselpoweredpodcast.com or leave a comment on our Facebook page or our Twitter, facebook.com slash dieselpoweredpodcast or Twitter at dieselpodcast. Now, it's been a while since I've reviewed Dieselpunk comics, and really the the main reason is I've just uh, been preoccupied with other stuff. We got into the Agent Carter Declassified Roundtable, and um, Dieselpunk comics just kind of fell by the wayside. There wasn't a whole lot. Rocketeer at War has been released. They're only on issue number two. Um, also, a standalone uh, issue this month, Lobster Johnson, The Forgotten Man. It uh, was released this month and really, really great. Now, it's about zombies. I'm not a real zombie fan, but if you are, then uh, you're going to love the story. It's basically about this, it's about this boy in 1938 who is training a dragon, dragon, to fight in the dragon fights. So... You've basically got this situation where people fight dragons like, um, kind of like dog fights, uh, but but they're dragon fights. So, um, Four Eyes is the name of the series. Hearts on Fire, number four of four. Uh, the last issue is out on comic shelves in comic stores right now as we speak. Also out, Guns of the Black Bat. The Black Bat. Is a classic pulp hero hero from the Diesel era. This is written by Ron Fortier uh, or Fortier. Sorry, Ron, if I pronounce that incorrectly. Um, Aaron Shapps and Silvestri Cizalgi. Cizalgi. Man, I'm sorry I butchered those. It's from Moonstone. And Guns of the Black Bat is basically this classic pulp hero from the Diesel era, the Black Bat finds out that some Russian or some German spies are in the U.S. with superhuman powers and he assembles a team that includes uh, Skyboy, Skyman, uh, Airboy, the Golden Amazon, Domino Lady, and other pulp heroes to uh, fight the Nazi superhuman threat. Very similar story, very similar concept to what I wrote in Tales from the Flipside. Except mine were vampire vampire Nazis. And uh, my pulp heroes were of my own creation. Homages, more or less, to the uh, classic pulp heroes. But very similar nonetheless. Just goes to show that great minds think alike. Ron is one of the leading publishers of pulp with his Airship 27 uh, imprint his um, publishing company and um, great guy good stuff check out Guns of the Black Bat also out this week uh, number 3 Hellboy and the BPRD 1953 this is Hellboy's 
second mission is basically Hellboy Year 2 and takes place in 1953. Um, it's called Beyond the Fences. is a story arc by Mike Mignola, Chris Robertson, uh, Paolo Rivera, Joe Rivera, and Dave Stewart. It's great. It's a great, great series. Uh, finally, um, ending the, the run on The Phantom, Peter David, Sal Valuto, The Phantom, number six of six. And, um, you know, the last we saw The Phantom, he was being named the king of uh, the African nation that uh, Jimmy Wells had, uh, had had led him to. And the cover of uh, issue number six has The Phantom with his queen as king and queen. Of course, you got to wonder what Diana Palmer is, is thinking about that. And last but not least, out on shelves this week is Strange Fruit number three. We've been waiting for issue number three for a while. But Strange Fruit basically asks the question, what if Superman crashed in rural Mississippi in the 30s and was raised by Mississippi sharecroppers, but wasn't white, but black? And that's really what this series, you know, asks and investigates and really does a great job. Fantastic art, fantastic story. I highly recommend checking out Strange Fruit number three. All right, two last things before we leave you. Um, I found this at uh, Barnes & Noble this weekend, Black City Saint by Richard A. Knack. And um, basically it is New York City and um, everybody in the, uh, in the 1930s Art Deco era of New York uses magic in some form or fashion and um i haven't started reading it yet i just picked up and read the dust cover but sounds very very cool all of this stuff by the way is po posted at our facebook page at facebook.com slash diesel powered podcast one last thing and uh this was um this was put on our agenda for our last episode that didn't quite make it by by Daisy O'Dear, she found this fantastic album by Gary Lucas called Fleischer Eye. And basically, he has taken all of the uh, classic Fleischer songs and, uh, you know, the Fleischer animation uh, theme songs for Betty Boop, Popeye, some of the others, and uh, done updated recordings of them and uh, put them on this album, Fleischer Eye. And we're going to close tonight's episode with um, with a song um, from that album. It is called The Penthouse Suite, and it's uh, from Fleischer Eye by Gary Lucas. You can get it on iTunes, um, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, wherever music is sold. I downloaded it from iTunes, so uh, go check that out and uh, pick that up. A uh, couple of last things we want to leave you with. Uh, visit our sponsors, audible.com. They are back for this episode. You can get a free audiobook on us if you go to audibletrial.com slash dieselpoweredpodcast. They have over 100,000 titles, and you can pick one for free just for checking them out. It's yours to keep whether you stay with the service and remain a member or not. So go check them out. Uh, you may be even... Uh, may even be able to find uh, Black City Saint on audible.com. If not, you can check out 
Tales from the Flipside. That could be one of your, your free books. My book, Tales from the Flipside. And uh, check that out at audible.com. Audible trial slash diesel powered podcast. Audibletrial.com slash diesel powered podcast. Check them out. Also, want to thank a uh, brand new returning sponsor, Comic Bento. They send you a mystery box of graphic novels in your mailbox every month. At least $50 worth of comics and graphic novels for under 20 bucks. Now, I say they're returning as a brand new sponsor. They have a brand new sponsorship program with us, a brand new affiliate program. Go check them out at mycomicbento.com. If you love graphic novels, if you love comics, check them out. It's a cool, cool service. Also, as a sponsor this month, Gentleman's Box. They are another subscription service that provides um, really cool gentleman accessories. Ties, socks, tie clips, pins. It's something different in every box. Handkerchiefs, uh, pocket squares, sunglasses. I got a great pair of aviator sunglasses in my last box. Um, All kinds of accessories, toiletries. It's different every month. But they started just 25 bucks. Check them out at gentlemansbox.com, or you can click the link on our Facebook page, and uh, that'll take you to uh, to Gentlemen's Box as well. They are a brand new sponsor of the Diesel Powered Podcast, and we are glad to have them on board. Well, guys and gals, that is it for this edition. Um, hopefully, we'll have Larry and Daisy O'Dare back soon. If not, you'll get the uh, highlights from the uh, diesel punk world and what's going on in events and news from me until we get that upgrade and get us back on regular schedule. So until then, thanks for tuning in. If you like the podcast, give us a good review on iTunes or Stitcher. Make it five-star. Make it good. Tell two, three hundred of your closest friends and family. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Twitter. Share it on Google+, Pinterest, your Tumblr page, everywhere you can. Donate at dieselpoweredpodcast.com. Click the Donate Now button. And until the next time, swing hard, swing often. We'll catch you on the flip side. in the sky with hinges on chimneys for stars to go by a sweet slice of heaven way up here so high when I'm alone from all of society I'll stay aloof and live in propriety here on the roof a heavenly hermit I will be in truth for I'm alone I view life's mad patterns as I fueled Manhattan Then I thank my lucky stars That I'm near and yet so far In my little penthouse I'll always contrive To keep love and romance forever alive In view of the Hudson just over the drive For I'm alone
I'm here in my penthouse way up in the sky With hinges on chimneys for stars to go by A sweet slice of heaven way up here so high When I'm alone From all of society I'll stay aloof And live in propriety here on the roof A heavenly hermit I will be in truth For I'm alone I view life's mad patterns As I view old Manhattan Then I thank my lucky stars That I'm near and yet so far My little penthouse I'll always contrive To keep love and romance forever alive In view of the Hudson just over the drive For 